You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink, and that's all I got now, don't you think? That's right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line, 1524. Oh, guys, how's it going? It's going. Good. So we're going to do something a little different to start up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with Table 12. There we go. There you go. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt. And uh, what you don't know is the light's just dimmed. Yeah, that, that was, was the buddy, that Our was buddy pause. Benjamin. That was a little weird. That yes. one was weird. Benjamin's yeah. back tonight. And yeah. None of this started until Ruben and Margie walked in tonight. Yeah. That was pretty wild. They walked in and that light started flashing. Well, the damn cat ball ain't working, so that's okay. You no. got it turned on? I don't even know how to turn it on. To push the little button. Just one? Yeah. Uh, I think Benjamin's been, Benjamin's been here enough wore it out. wore out. It's only got one button, dude. He probably wore it out. <laughs> You know, All right. If it's got more instructions yeah. than one button, I won't be able to understand yeah. it. So for our <laughs> listeners, if if they couldn't feel the look I got from Ruben, I've been seeing that most of my life now. And it don't even do anything anymore, does it? Nope. No, it doesn't phase me a bit. No, but the work the word the look starts with F. <laughs> <laughs> So we're actually, uh, uh, I'm glad we started out fun because we're going to get into a deep, couple deep subjects here, which we usually don't do, but sometimes you just got to call uh, things out for what they're worth. Well, it's it's a current event thing. I mean, right. there's, there's current events and it just doesn't make sense not to talk about them because if we were sitting at the bar and having a beer, that's we'd be talking about current events, right? Right. And we can Yeah. So what you're about to hear is a sound clip from our president from... Uh, the press secretary from Nancy Pelosi and from Dr. Fauci. I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Can we mandate vaccines across the country? No, that's not a role that the federal government, I think, even has the power to make. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that. We don't want to be mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate. So I would like to start out. I'll start this out, but I want people to know that I'm not an anti-vaxxer. In fact, I have the vaccine. My wife's got the vaccine. I suggest people get the vaccine, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. But we're going to talk about the vaccine mandate, which I do not believe in. Um, so, Dwayne, what's your two cents on it? My two cents is it's BS in the nice way. I'm not vaccinated. I had COVID. I believe in the natural immunity. I haven't been tested. I'm going to go get tested. I got just got. I haven't had time, honestly, but I want to go get tested. And I've 
Antibody red test. Antibody well, no, test. I want to go get the T cell test. T-cell. I want to know if it's in the T cells. So okay. um, I'm going to go find out. I've read all the studies that are out there that those that have had COVID are 27 times more likely to do better than someone who didn't have COVID and was vaccinated. So, yes, there's also a study that if you get have if you've had COVID and you get one shot, it can help you a little bit more. So my personal belief is it should be up to the person to decide whether you've had it or not. You, do, you make the decision whether or not you want to get it. My biggest gripe and piss off of this whole thing is we were considered the yeah, – I knew I was going to get pissed. We were considered all – we were all essential workers, but we're not essential workers in my world. I, I'm a mechanic. I work – I keep your car going. Yes, it keeps you going. So that is essential. We, Jeff was um, in the food in industry. The food industry yeah. Alan's in construction. So, but – the essential workers to me were the healthcare workers, the doctors, the firefighters, the police. For 18 months, no vaccine, they were expected to go in, do what they needed to do. And from what I know, everybody that I know that is a, in the medical field or first responder field did their job, worked their hours, and had no protection other than a mask, which to me is worthless also. And they, but were, they were in physical contact. With, yes, they were in physical uh, contact. Right. Daily. Now their Daily. job and their livelihood is threatened because they're being forced to take something that a lot of the medical field doesn't want. So we're told to listen to the medical field and listen to medical professionals. So which one do you want to believe is my thought on this. I you know you I can go find I can go find a hundred doctors that'll say don't take it I can go find a hundred that'll say do take it so who do you believe? My problem is the whole it got politicized from the beginning. We've been lied to from the beginning, intentionally lied to to make us feel good, and now we're supposed to take them seriously. My BS meter is at its top, and now they want us you know now they're threatening. They're using OSHA to try to force this mandate because they know they can't do it any other way. My thing with OSHA is OSHA usually takes one to three years to create a mandate. Now they want to create a mandate in weeks and days. So first of all, so I deal with OSHA. Brian Jeff does too. So they're underfunded. I mean, they they don't have the manpower to do this anyway. No. This is all all a political – ploy because they know they can't do it any other way so they're trying to use osha my thought is if they use osha and say and i and i'm not a lawyer so maybe a lawyer listening can answer this question is so say they force they make it an osha mandate who takes liability so first of all a mandate is not a law no it's not but what is it if OSHA? it's not a law okay so i don't deal with osha I mean, so so, so I think so, the, the latest thing is the administration is pushing the Department of Labor, okay, to under to man, OSHA though to, to mandate this. But they want to right. use OSHA to do it. That's what I've everything I've read says OSHA is going to be because it's a violation of well, employee safety. I, here, here's what's the other thing is you have right now six or seven states that are already pushing back saying we're not doing it. There's only one lawsuit filed so far. I think it was Arizona. Yeah, you shouldn't, the only state. you shouldn't have to file a lawsuit. Right. You know, it's... it's No. You, you should be able to make your own choice. This so, is, here, so here, what the problem is, is so now it puts, it puts businesses in a very 
tough position, okay, because they're being threatened with fines of $14,000 per individual per day. Per day. And, and so that's the threat, right? So a lot of these companies don't have the 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 lawyer power right. to be able to work with this and work through this. And so um, a lot of them are going to turn around and basically try to make that part of their part of their business right. process. They're, and they're going to lose. Number one, they're going to lose employees. Right. And number two, I think. The, the the really rocking the hard place for them is I think I think down the road if this isn't deemed uh, unconstitutional uh, it's a crime because I think it's unconstitutional and then when it's declared unconstitutional do people have the right to come back and sue if they if you were fired right. if you were fired because you refused to take a vaccine and it's deemed unconstitutional do you have a freaking uh, suit against the company or, that fired you or if you're injured because of taking the the shot or, i just or, right or i just had a very good friend got his first dose didn't want it finally went and did he's retired so he didn't have to do it but he finally went and got it he laid in bed for two days shivering he said he's never been more scared in his life after getting the first vaccine you know he couldn't talk he said he was shaking so hard he couldn't talk so there's a lot of adverse reactions happening to people that aren't documented and there are so uh, for for robin and i we we had we had covid back in december we both got vaccinated in march um i am a proponent of getting the vaccine okay i i i am now is it for everybody you know, I think again, we're all grown-ups. You know, everybody. The information's out there to the best you can, you can trust. Glean it out of the crap that comes out of Washington, but um, everybody's a grown-up and can make their own decisions. And I, I, I put it along the lines of, you know, I'm vaccinated, so I'm comfortable being around, you know, the public. Uh, and knowing that some of those people are vaccinated and some are not vaccinated. And uh, I believe the vaccine is, along with having had COVID, has built up my immune system to where, yeah, I might feel some effects of it. So in getting vaccinated, uh, I got the Pfizer vaccine. Robin and I both had the first shot, had no ill effects other than a sore arm. A month later, we got the second vaccine and, and, and both of us were down for a day essentially good night's sleep got up the next morning we felt great not everybody has the same the same reaction some less negative than that and some more negative than that i talked to an individual today who got his second vaccine and was sick for a week his first vaccine didn't affect him at all same pfizer and was he was down for a week you know so it affects everybody differently and i think you know what i've heard here recently is pregnant women are reluctant to get the get vaccinated Mm -hmm. i can't say as i blame them it's their choice right so where i'm at with it is i'm a proponent of of vaccines i encourage my friends to get vaccinated (laughs) just so our listeners know you can't see it but he looked directly at dwayne the word gave dwayne and i (laughs) so again you know, if I were if I were twenty or twenty five, I might feel a whole lot different, and I understand why those people. If I were in, you know, child uh, 
production years, bearing years. So I you might could feel, be I, Jeff. I may. Well, I, I, um, it better not. There, there would be a lawsuit if if that happened. Well, but, yeah. well, and just to let so, you know, Jeff, I just took a shot just just because you looked at me. So, so. But where I'm at is, it, it, so I get it. Everybody has to make their own choice, and certainly we we, t- we talked about it. It's become so politicized. You, I think uh, this whole process would have been better, except nobody can trust what they hear from the politicians, and they can't trust what they hear from the press. And and, 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 when, and when Dr. Fauci is still the face of this whole thing, after all the all the back and forth that he said he he has no credibility period so his he's lies. still he is yeah. still the face so, of the administration when it comes to this process right so uh, i'll leave it with this so if you know i i, I relate along the lines of of uh people i know and love who smoke cigarettes it's not good for them i wish they wouldn't i and they know what that can do to them what what possibly can happen and but they're grown-ups and at the end of the day i'll be heartbroken if something if they get cancer and cigarettes kill them same thing goes with the vaccination people i care about are are do not want to get vaccinated i get it i'll be heartbroken if they get sick and something bad bad happens to them at at the end of the day though i don't make that choice for them any more than i make the choice for somebody that smokes cigarettes so here's where I'm at. I hear a lot of stuff about people out there who are so, I don't know if the word's vile about this, that they're walking away from friends that either are pro-vaccination or anti-vaccination. All I can tell you, if you are downing and walking away from friends because of that reason you are a freaking moron thank you and your friend so-called friend is better off without you so you know just get a grip and uh and the people you love just continue to love them yeah so here is uh, there is another adverse effect to all this going on and that's the amount of hospital beds being taken up right now so it's even more than it was back in 2020 i don't listen to the news because i don't trust the news but i trust our local hospital margaret mary uh as of today and this has been i've been tracking this for the last couple weeks they have a total of 40 beds in their hospital 40 icu beds icu yeah has that number been consistent yes that's never changed okay 17 of those are filled with covid 19 patients Here's where it gets four to four of them are on ventilators right now. Uh, here's where it gets interesting. Eighty-five percent of the um, people that are in the hospital for COVID-19 are unvaccinated. It gets even more interesting if you break it down by age. People seventy and below in age, one hundred percent of them are unvaccinated. So Margaret Mary is starting to push off elective surgeries right now because they don't have beds for them. Oregon's got the same issue going on. In fact, their governor just put out a thing. Uh, elective surgeries are on hold right now. So if you got you got a heart transplant supposed to happen, you got a knee that's supposed to happen, might not happen right now. And when 
100% of the people under age 70 that are in there are unvaccinated. There's some math there. I mean, it's just, uh, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, most of you know I had COVID. I had it bad. I got the vaccine. I was down for a day. I felt just like I had COVID again, but I didn't have it like I had for three weeks. Um, that That's, everybody's got a choice. But now it's it's starting to affect other people's lives that are have elective surgeries lined up and can't get in a hospital because there's not a bed available. The problem politically is somehow this country, you're either hard right or you're hard left. There's nothing in between. And that's just not with COVID. It's with everything. There's no meeting grounds. And it starts with the politicians and then gets amplified by the media. You watch the news, you're either watching something hard left or something hard right. There's nothing right in the middle. Well, the, you go to talk about the media, and there's a couple of things I got to point. The media, um, Joe Rogan got COVID. He went and took ivermectin. I read headlines that the, as soon as it was found out, every headline wrote joe rogan takes horse dewormer joe rogan takes horse dewormer from every news site well he's, now, he sued see he I, and, sued and CNN. I, I hope he does and i hope yeah. he wins but the problem is there's a in, in the world of social media and media right now if i was to say something negative about the vaccine I would instantly be tagged or marked, deleted, blocked, something instantly. But every one of these news sites was allowed to falsely promote that he was taking a horse dewormer. Yes, ivermectin is used. And there are still people on social media still saying that. Hey, I'll go to Tractor Supply. And I jokingly said, just so you know, our friend Tony's out there. Um, (laughs) He's got COVID. Right. Uh, And I jokingly said, hey, I'll go to Tractor Supply and get some ivermectin. So Little Chief t- chimes in and says, I heard you're having a hard time finding that. Now, I'm hoping he's joking. No, he's not. Actually, he's, he's not joking. There's a lot of places you can't get it. Well, I know they're that. Refu- well, they're yeah. refusing to give it to people. But I'm yeah. hoping every- you're, you're because there's people that think re- that it's ivermectin that are for right. horses. And it's not. This is ivermectin that's been prescribed to humans for, for de- years. For right, But it is the same. It is the same. Don't medicine. even say that, because there'll be somebody going to well, know, Home it, Depot it's or the same, but it's not. You can't, get, you can't get the dosage. It's the same base medicine that does the same thing, but I, it's not I, designed. It's not the, What you get at Tractor Supply isn't for human consumption, so you've got to get the human consumption. But my problem is they're allowed to do that and degrade a possible treatment. Why, right. why is the money being spent to see, is this really working? And if this is really working... Let's get it in the damn hospitals and help the people that are sick or, you know, help those whatever. My other point to this and uh, in, in the media part of it and the social media is I haven't seen one person and I have I've I don't have the vaccine. I'm probably not going to get it. If I wouldn't have had covid, I'd probably have a different thought. But I haven't seen anybody that hasn't got the vaccine that is happy that someone is sick and possibly dying of COVID. But you get on the other side of the world, the people that are vaccinated, you watch a news story on, and since we're local here, it's Channel 12. Somebody will post in there, oh, the hospital, no. Go read the comments, and the people that are vaccinated, I hope they die. It was their choice, I hope they die. That's a freaking sad world we live in when yeah. when people well, that are vaccinated are hoping that people that are unvaccinated die. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Dwayne, they... Uh, 
they're given a voice. They're they're the, oh, they're, the they're the very extreme minority, but they they get thrown out there <clears throat> and highlighted. They're they're getting they're looking for their fifteen minutes of fame, and they they say this off the wall stuff. You see it in the media all the time. People people come up with this outlandish stuff. You call it clickbait or whatever you want to call it, and it's just to 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 drive a narrative to well, make to, drive them, to make them money. Oh yeah, is what it comes right down to. It's click. Yeah. It's and it's just like you know somebody's written a book, so they're firing off all these crazy one-off freaking things uh, to highlight the book they're trying to sell. But again, social media going, going back yeah. to something like ivermectin and hydrochloroquine, both these are products that have been used in human. For medicine for decades right. safely and and because and I, you know my daddy told me a long time ago you've heard me say this before is follow the money yep somewhere someplace somebody's got money invested in something else and needs people not to do that i'll take that right down to apotherapy and bee sting therapy exactly and that's one of the first things is the pharmaceutical industry they don't want these natural these right. natural cures or remedies because it takes money out of their pocket and they're the ones that are lining the pockets of politicians and lining the media pockets of the media uh, hierarchy so i don't know what to say other than I, just you got to get people to stop and think just think for themselves think through the process and get the information and and just don't go with the the latest thing that the media is throwing out there and driving to the top of the spectrum because i just about guarantee you every time it's so near 100% false yeah. it's not funny so i saw uh, a friend of mine, and you guys may know him. I'm not going to say his name. He is a nurse, uh, lives outside town here, and he put a, a post on it. And and I remember early on he wasn't big on the vaccine, but he is. He recommends the vaccine now, and he's got the vaccine. Uh, and he just simply stated, "Hey, you know what? I'm not. I don't believe in the mandate, but I believe in the vaccine. I'm vaccinated, and you know it's your choice, though." I mean, he got eight alive. I mean, he's a big guy. He can take right. it. But uh, by, right. you know, stupid people, quite right. honestly. You know, he's just – here's a guy that sees it every day, and he is right. seeing it every day. And, and it, I'm telling you, it's what's going on in hospitals. The first time around back in 2020, I think, was amplified by the media. This time, I don't think so. Because um, well, he even said – I remember in 2020, he said, we don't have that many cases. Now he's like, we're – and he's up in Cincinnati. He says we're slammed. It's crazy. You may know who I'm talking about. May no, not. But I don't know. I've looked at some of the data though, and some of it is some of it is falsely reported. They're picking a small hospital or whatever, but they look at. They're saying the percentage is up, but when you look at a friend of mine's company does data for a living, so he posts a lot of data, and the bed count is down. So there's some hospitals that are showing fuller percentage wise, but their bed count from a year ago is a lot so, less than so here, it is now here, so that changes the I percentage i don't care where the bed count is if 100 percent of the people under the age of 70 are unvaccinated that's all the math i need right there right but it that, that period i well, don't care if there's 10 beds or 100 beds but it makes if, it seem worse than it might really be yeah 
when you compare, when you say percentages and not numbers, because some hospitals are showing right. percentages that are way so, off the roof. So it's like um, children, uh, the 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 percentage of children that are in ICU beds for COVID has doubled. Yeah. Well, there was like right. two before. Right. Now there's right. four. Right. Right. Okay, go, so well, it's like it's like you got to be real careful. Let's, right. Well, let's go back. To, I know a nurse, a, a good friend, his wife is a nurse in a hospital. That every time they test a patient, it goes down as a positive COVID test. If they test, pa- I'm patient A. They test me day one. I test positive. I have one. You have one patient. There's three more of me there. So there's four of us there with COVID. Six later, or whatever days later, they test us all again. Now they have eight patients positive with CODA. That's just lying, is what that is. I mean, but that's why they're forced that's the to way report they play the game. it. Yeah. That's yeah. the way they're playing the yeah. game. I bet. And she she disagrees with it and doesn't want to report it, but is forced to report it because yeah. what Jeff always says: follow the money. There's right. money there. Here's what I know. I know probably a dozen people in this county now that have been in the hospital, hardcore in the hospital. I know last time we went through it was tough, but this time it it just seems the people that are going in are going in. So uh, I'll I'll grant you numbers-wise that there may be something going on. You know, again, I mean, people are getting sick. There's no doubt about it. People vaccinated are getting sick. Um, But so inside the first month in this county, again, of 25,000 people, we had six deaths. How so, many deaths have we had in the last so, six months? So here's the difference, I think. Because I, I was one of the people that was sick. They didn't know how to treat it. They didn't know what. They threw everything but to the kitchen sink at well, and I, back I, then. I, 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 think I don't disagree. I, I don't, think that's part of the difference now. But I don't disagree with that. But, uh, again, I'm, I'm talking numbers. I'm right. talking percentages. And it just, um, there may be more people hospitalized but there are fewer people either drastically ill and dying right now, whether that's because of the treatment process or it just isn't having. This, high, this, this isn't having as They're as going to tractor effect. supply and buying ivermectin, man. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> so we we have a classmate down in Kentucky that I don't. Do you know that about that? You don't. Well, we, he yeah. was in a hospital for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know he. Yeah. So I mean, well, there was a lawsuit in Cincinnati. A lady sued to get her husband was getting worse and worse. She sued to get ivermectin treated. The hospital refused it. Okay, this is a drug that there really isn't a lot of side effects to it. There's really no detriment to giving it. She won the first lawsuit. They started giving it to her husband. He had like five days left of treatment. From what I read, he was getting better. The hospital sued again. The second judge pulled the treatment away now why it it was only a few days left in the treatment he was according to what i could find on it he was getting better but they pulled it away from him with a few days left i haven't heard anything since did he recover fully i don't know but why why is a hospital refusing something a drug that really doesn't hurt you to take well it's just like the hydro what's hydroxychloroquine i mean they made a big deal but you know it's been out for 30 years yeah well there's people that take it daily i mean it's part of the well ivermectin the guy won a nobel pre the japanese i think it was japanese gentleman that found ivermectin won a nobel peace prize for its treatment in humans 
but here it is now. It's it's horse dewormer I, on every news and I, social I've, media site. I've, I've been quiet listening to the whole thing because I think it's a great conversation. You have been extremely quiet. <laughs> I have been. It's shocking. I have a feeling well, it's, it's going about to change right here. Well, no, listen, because I agree with all points. All right, I agree with both positive, negative, and points. And 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 I want I want to I want to say this. Okay, my sister was had a knee replacement. She was pulled up two weeks early to get her surgery, knee surgery done six days ago at a local hospital because she was on the second floor. And I know her room number, I won't say it, but there were 16 rooms on the floor. There was only three rooms full. She was in the very last room of the aisle. I was there. I counted the rooms. I saw them myself. And they pulled it up because there was no one in the hospital at that time. This was seven days ago. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that the ward was out or what or anything. I don't know the numbers. I'm just telling you what I saw. When it comes to the mandate, it comes about people's decisions. And it comes about the government making rules of people. The One of the biggest things that bothers me the most about people arguing with the mandate is the medical staff that stood in front of this on the front lines for a year and a half are now being told they have to have it. And they're the ones that are standing up going, this bullshit. Okay, you and I and us in the field and I'm around people every day is one thing. But when you got a group, a very large group of medical faci- medical people that are very, very knowledge in this, experienced in this, Devoted. and worked at it and worked in it for a year and a half. And now they're telling they have to do it and they're mandating it. I or sort of have a problem with that. Or you're losing your livelihood. Okay, right. So it's I just think it's wrong. Okay, I, I applaud you by taking the vaccine. I'm okay with that. I think it's great. But in the same sense, I want to be able to have the freedom to say whether I should or not. We are now, this is this is September, we are now 10, 11 months into the history of this vaccine, okay? Every day, every week, every hour, we're learning something new, okay? And I said from the beginning, for me and my family, I will follow the history. The reason why is because every day that this goes by, it becomes better. We're learning more about it. All the drug companies that are making this material are learning more from it. They're adjusting it. They're getting it better. They're getting it cleaner. We know what happened with Johnson & Johnson. It got pulled. Why? And now Johnson Johnson's back out there. Okay? So let's stop for a minute. Yeah. Johnson Johnson got pulled because there were six people who got blood clots right. out of six million. You cannot tell me that was not politically based. I agree. Well, so I'm not saying I disagree. It's so, back out. So, and just while we're on the topic, that six yeah. was typical of just normal yeah, it's normal yeah. right okay so, we don't know right so here, here's the deal with johnson and johnson yeah so the pfizer vaccine you have to keep that super cold right super super cold right. so that vaccine is not going to go overseas anyplace no moderna you got to keep cold but not quite as cold johnson and johnson put the refrigerator put right. in the back of your truck and go yeah and i, I you cannot tell me right. that whole thing with johnson and johnson was not politically and I agree with that but, Pfizer, but what was Pfizer's stock at the beginning of the so the, the as my comment says we learn as we grow we are now 10 to 12 months into this learning process of what this what these vaccines can do and I said it was a it was quick and furious fast and furious to get this done it needed to get done I think it did but every day we're learning more about these vaccines right. and how well they work we're learning how to boost the vaccine now and one of the things that I've learned about and I've, I went back and did some research, is the ability to boost a vaccine. In order for a vaccine to work and to work correctly, it has to have the ability to be boosted. And now 
it can be boosted. So that means they're learning what part of that vaccine doesn't work and they can boost it. So that's important to me. That's where I stand on that when it comes to the vaccine. I have not had it. I am supportive of it. If you feel like you should get it, think you can. Do I think I get it? I think eventually I think I probably will. But I want to follow the history and where we're learning. And we're learning as we grow. And that's where I stand with that. But as far as mandate, I don't want anybody telling me. If I can, if we can have your body, your choice for for <laughs> anything else, then it should be my body, my choice also. But also, I don't want to put any of my friends, my family, or anybody at risk for anything that I'm doing that I think I should be doing. So I don't want to ever do that. Has, well, any, has it, anybody it, it, read the FDA approval letter? I have not. Have, have you looked at it? No, I haven't read it. I pulled it up and read it. The data is they are forced to enter this to study the data and not turn in results for two more years yet. Most of it is not going to come in until 2024. So they've given approval, and I don't know, is this standard? Maybe this is standard for every Probably. everything that comes out. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it takes you a lot long to study the Normally, data. Normally, it's eight to ten years to get something well, approved. But that, yeah. I'm kind of with you on this, Ruben. That's where I'm at is, okay, well, let's get the rest of this time in. Before you make this a mandate and before you make it FDA approved, Offer it, and if you want to get it, hey, go for it. I that's well, great. And well, I think I think early on, again, it was about getting the most vulnerable vaccinated. Agree, and, exactly. And and you know, we had young people again. The numbers were you know young people just, and so why should they get vaccinated? If I again, if I, like I said, if I was twenty twenty five, I'd probably have a whole different feeling about myself getting vaccinated. Sure, but I'm not twenty or twenty five anymore. And I'm not looking to uh, uh, produce children anymore. And you and had a very stuff. sick spell last year, very sick. Well, like I, Alan. Well, I mean, it, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't related to that. It no, was a totally but still, thing. But but um, so for me, it was like, well, you know, at my age, when we talk about long term effects, it's just like, well, how much longer do I got? <laughs> a little bit, you know right, what I mean? Right. But the other thing, you keep hearing people talking about you know and even these so-called experts saying well there's no there's no there's no long-term effects well how do you know that it they hasn't been know. a long term enough since anybody's right. had a shot to know right what the long t- so again if i'm much younger that that has more of a th- factor in my thought process right what right. long-term effects this Agreed. could be now, you mentioned the fda interesting thing and boosters interesting thing just today right uh so the administration a couple weeks ago comes out and says we're going to be boosters for everybody. Boosters for everybody. Booster shots for everybody. Right. And they were pushing that, even though the WHO was saying, wait a minute, we've got the rest of the world. We need to get vaccinated the first time first. We don't need to be using booster shots on people that are already vaccinated and basically saying they're safe. Right. And now the FDA has come out and voted down giving booster shots uh, so in, in the states, no. What they any the booster for Pfizer is for sixty five and over, and high risk. Fair enough. Uh, Moderna booster got approved. So, but but the administration was looking yeah. for boosters for anybody above twelve years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? See, part of it. Th- so this administ- this current administration is trying to use COVID to save face. Quite right. Well, well right. here's the fact is. Uh, again, and we, we mentioned it earlier. Where's where's the press now? It's a different minis- administration. Oh, yeah. The problem is is the, the, the way way we're hearing it. The problem is uh, in extremes still now. When 
after the vaccine has come out and they're still blaming the trump administration who right. actually produced the vaccine right they're the ones right. that pushed the vaccine and got it through for, right. and they were going to and 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 you know they were predicting that biden was going to end the code oh he said he was and i got six months of a plan i'm going to take care of it the first right? six months at least that's and, what his cue card said because right. that couldn't have come from him and, his earpiece yeah and here we are and here we are we are back into another covid but it's all trump's fault but yeah. it's still all Trump's fault. So here's what I heard today as well. Actually, I saw until it got taken off. So San Francisco has uh, one of the most stringent mask laws uh, out of any city in any state. I'm sure. So last night, the mayor of San Francisco was at a party, <laughs> dancing, singing, no, no mask. mask. Oh, it's you know, that, it's that's for thee, not it's, me. It's that kind of hypocrisy. That's yep. right. That is divide. That's what that kind of stuff. Just like Pelosi going to the hairdresser. That's right. When everything was locked down. Yeah. It's that kind of divide. That's what divides us. That's you right. know, you say you got to do this, but I don't have to. AOC well, at a AOC at a thirty thousand dollar gala wearing a dress well, and tax the only rich. Pool, the only <laughs> people that required to wear a mask at the gala were the employees. Yeah. Everybody else was fine. Yep. How does that work out? I mean, go if we we could beat on that drum all day, right? Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. here's what we're doing. Do we're going to take a break? <laughs> take another shot. We I'm got to get another shot. Some poor sucker sponsoring <laughs> us now, so we need to play the ad. We'll be right back. It's time. It's time for the Creekside Church drive-through chicken dinner on October 3rd. It starts at 11 a.m. and runs till the chicken runs out. Four pieces of chicken, mashed potatoes, green beans, coleslaw, and a dessert. Creekside Church, right outside of Brookville, Indiana, in the little town of Clemmie's Corner, located at 11001 Bozzard Road, Brookville, Indiana. We hope to see you all on October 3rd at the Creekside Church drive through Chicken Dinner. Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody, from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15 24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. So we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. We're getting booster shots. I got my booster ready. Off the bar. What booster? Right. You, what shot did you get? I'm doing Elijah Craig booster, small batch. How about you, Jeff? Oh, I'm back to the maker's mark. Rube? Buffalo Trace. And I'm uh, doing my part with the minor case rye whiskey. There you go. I figure Pretty if I case. keep mine lubed up enough, I can't get sick. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I think our next podcast we do in here, I'm going to crack open the bottle of um, Steve Fontaine's. Yellowstone pick. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Now, if I catch anybody mixing that with anything, you're in big <laughs> trouble. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a little Pepsi with it? Yeah, so I don't know if I told you guys I reached out to him um, talking oh, about when Yellowstone comes in, uh, Batesville Liquor Co., if he, I could get him up here on a podcast. He said, man, I'd love to, but I'm booked six months out. Schedule six something six months from now, wow. and I'll come up. So yeah. book it, Dan. So we're going to work on that. So we decided, you know, we usually stay out of the world of politics, but 
We started with the vaccine mandate. Uh, and we're going to talk now about General Trader Millie. Millie. So think about this. Think about if this would have happened. A week before Pearl Harbor, if the Japanese would have come over and told us, hey, we're going to bomb you. On this day at this time. On this time. day at this time. <laughs> Just to let you know. Uh, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's right. So now imagine an American general talking to the Chinese saying, hey, if anything goes down, I'll let you know ahead of time. That's basically what happened. Right. Right. I don't care how they try to um, twist it from the Pentagon. Twist it. Even the Pentagon's trying. That's exactly what they what he did. His own words today were that is totally within his scope to call a, an opposing general and let them know that. In what world? Sure didn't happen here. Pearl Harbor did it. Sure didn't happen with it. Well, you can if you're on a China paycheck. Well, yeah. it's exactly. But in what world do you call your adversary? adversary. I mean, right. Let's break it down into simple terms. That'd be like we were just talking UC and I. That's like UC going to call IU tomorrow and give them give the, the game plan. Here's our playbook we're going right. to use tomorrow. Right. The difference is that still wouldn't work for IU. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, <laughs> they are mismatched big time. Yeah, I think so. But, but either way, but either way, I mean, yeah, right? be a, in, a, in a simple sense, it's like calling your opposing, okay, Franklin County and East Central, you're going to give them your playbook right. for the next week. No way you do, don't do that. You know what bothers me most about the no, whole thing? Let me, let, me, let me bring it a little bit more, maybe where people uh, have a little more understanding. So... You know, for a long time, we were on the hunt for bin Laden. Yeah. So what if somebody in the military had contacted him and said, hey, tomorrow night, we're coming. <laughs> you are coming. Right. right. Come right. on, shoot you, you know, What do you call night. that? I call that treason. That's, right. That's treason. what I call that. Right. And, and, uh, or, or call him up and say, hey, dude, just stay where you're at. We ain't looking there. You're good. What yeah, bothers me good. about the most of this is the, the book writing. This all come out of that book, Acosta, whatever his name is, that wrote that book. Why? Why would two two people in the newscasting, I mean, highly pronounced people, hold this? Follow the money, buddy. Money, That's exactly buddy. right. Money. They held this, so this would be a starting point for a financial increase on a book sale. Yeah. That's what bothers me the most about this. Well, that is bother- as treasonous as that as as my yeah. that ain't, that ain't what bothers me the most. If it's true, the fact that. Uh, a top general basically undermined the president of the United States. And, yeah. exactly. and I don't care who I don't your care president, who the president is. His commander in chief. happens. Right. His commander. And, and if he did it there, well, now what else was he doing? Right. If, he right. does, if he doesn't want to work for the president, he can resign. That's and, Immediately. And that's, again, so we're going to go into what just happened in Afghanistan, and I hold these, all these uh, commanders accountable because, listen, just because the guy at the top has no military experience and has never been on the right side of anything uh, when it comes down to this stuff, and you went with it anyway, and you didn't just stand up and resign, say, I'm not doing that, you're culpable. You're, you're part of it. Wasn't it just a week or so ago, a lieutenant commander of a, I don't I remember his name, 
and and, and he questioned his leadership yep. and posted the yes, video. He, did. he lost everything. Yep. He lost his retirement, his pension. He gave it all up because he questioned he it. Was a, he and was he a, voiced it. He was an eighteen year guy. Yeah. And he, you know what what happens at twenty years? Right. And he, he basically he He threw it out the he, window. He threw it out the window. Because it was worth every dime because he wasn't but, gonna sell himself but, out. But That's you know right. what they're only asking the Miley to do? Maybe he should resign. BS. That guy should be put in front of a firing squad. And he should lose everything. Every yep. one of his benefits, everything right. he's got should be gone. That I don't is know about BS. a firing squad. The problem is court martial. No, no, nothing's going to happen. Nothing happens. No. On either side. It's this the the whole freaking swamp. I mean, it's it is. Nobody is nobody's held accountable. So let me paint a picture for you. Let's say in 2019 while Trump was president, he ordered an air, a drone strike. And a strike hit a vehicle full of civilians and civilian kids. What do you think the news would be all about right now? Butchering. 24-7. That just happened. Yep. It just happened. And it was a blurb. You won't hear any more of it after tomorrow, probably. It was a news Order blurb. Order a drone strike. Now, look. That killed, that, that killed 10 civilians, seven of which were children. We are the most intelligent most um capable technically yeah advanced country in this world and you're telling me we couldn't tell the difference between a carload of kids well here's here's i don't think so here's the deal they just had a catastrophe it killed 13 of our service members yep and Biden vowed that he was going to get them the, hunt them down and get them. Number one, they have no clue really who who they're dealing with, unfortunately. And so they were looking to make a mark. So they can say, see there. So first of all, they killed. So what you guys don't know is Jeff has a tennis elbow thing going on. He's got this brace on, and only his middle finger sticking up as he's yeah, talking. That's all, that's all it works. <laughs> he's not, fli- he's not flipping off Ruben or, J- or Alan. He's just talking. Yeah, so. It's a muscle reflex. Yeah, so everybody keeps asking me what's wrong with my wrist, and I say, I got tennis elbow, and they're like. It's your wrist. You know, I'm wearing a wrist brace. But that's anyway. why he's from 24 side out. Yeah. Hey, listen. Alan knows the doctor. I know the doctor. I know. In fact, he's going to be on here in a few weeks. I'll tell you what, it's feeling a lot better. But getting back to, there was a determination after that happened that that there needed to be a win. And first, first, they were they they struck and killed two so-called high-level organizers, ISIS, ISIS K planners on the edge of Pakistan, That's right. Afghanistan and Pakistan. And I told Robin then, I said, they just killed, killed two guys that were sitting around a campfire That's out there and didn't know anything from anything. Because even today, they won't tell you who those two That's high exactly level people were. That's exactly what I told my wife the day that happened. Right? I said, and so That's a, a couple, couple days later, they hit this vehicle that's supposedly loaded with explosives in Kabul. All right? Yeah. And supposedly they... They thwarted what would have this been a mass catas- casualty. This mass casualty, uh, this havoc that would have occurred and killed. They saved all these Afghan and, mili- and U.S. American military lives. And today, it was Oops. ten civilians, seven of which were children. And again, I'm waiting for someone to be accountable. Someone to be held accountable. Never happened. I said to my wife, the day they said they got the planner 
for the 13 people that were killed. And I told my wife, I said, they just picked a place out on the Pakistani border and bombed something so they could come back on and said, we got them. They don't have a freaking clue who did that. They were were a couple goat herders out there. I I knew that's what happened. Smoking some hemp. Well, they had to have some kind <laughs> well, of narrative. Well, that they, they ordered some from Top Sale. <laughs> yeah. I know. They were, they, they no, had they, to ha- that's not what they're doing that, over there. I know, I know. Yeah. That just, party had to come back and say, hey, we went after somebody. They had to make some narrative so someone could think <clears> they reacted to and it. And do it far enough out into the middle of nowhere so where no it wouldn't would be noticed. That's exactly right. Well, yeah. guess what? So, there are other people watching. So while we're talking about so press conference today with uh, the Pentagon. I would say Goofball. Um, he was asked the question: Is there an, any investigation on these these initial two? He said no. That was a simple, clean answer. No. Don't need to be. At least he's telling the truth. They're yeah. not doing anything. They're they not. don't want to know. They don't want people to know. No. You know. Oops. Well, maybe these guys weren't as high level. Maybe. Maybe they were just a couple guys in the wrong place at the wrong yeah. time. Maybe it was just smokescreen so we could get a narrative to someone. So unfortunately... Well, we could just change the subject. That's right. Unfortunately, that's where we are with uh, our, not only our administration, but we, we're talking, you know, uh, deep state stuff here that... Uh, oh, this is, is just... We're beyond deep state. It's, um, you know, it's... There's, Anybody wants to do the right thing, boy, they've they just had an immense battle there, on it. There's a video just came out yesterday or day before of our illustrious president and his wife walking out at some school somewhere, and the president Jill Biden is leading. President Biden is in back, and there's this young boy in the middle. They walk out. He's walking behind him, massages him on the shoulder. Jill starts talking, welcoming everybody. President Biden walks to her side. The sun's shining in her face. He holds his hands up over his eyes. She's still talking, greeting everybody. About like 10 seconds later, he puts his hand down, and a squirrel must have ran across the stage because he turned around and just walked off the stage. Yeah. She's still talking, Yeah, and he just walked off the stage, and it's like, what the hell was that? Well, if I, I'm sorry. Any person with any common sense can see that he has cognitive Yes, disabilities. Disabilities right now. Uh, And especially if you, and I've said this before, if you go back and look at his debate with Sarah Palin back in the, what would have been 20... Uh, Eight. Yeah. 2008. 2008. If you go back and look at that debate with Sarah Palin and Joe Biden, he shredded her. Yes. Very articulate to the point. He wasn't looking at cue cards. He knew exactly what he was talking That's about. That's why he beat her. You look at that versus what we have today, it's not the same man. No, it's not. What? Okay, and, and how – we're the laughing stock of the world right now. Oh, my God. So, uh, you if know, here's – here's aside from the specifics here, so here's was the concern from the get-go of, of – the embarrassment of Afghanistan and the way we exited K- Kabul, and and so now, a couple of days ago, we've got our North Korea, North Korean friends, 
shooting off ballistic missiles that they hadn't done for you know right. months and months. Right, yeah, a couple of years. Uh, you got the Chinese threatening Hong Kong. You got us having to make an agreement with Australia to help them with uh, nuclear propulsion submarines because right. they're getting concerned about uh, def- having to defend themselves so against China. We've got the European, the French are pissed off about that because, to be quite honest, I think the French are just pissed because they're not going to get the money from Australia for helping them. Uh, we are, but... <laughs> French are just pissed. <laughs> they, they ran out of white flags. They don't have but, enough. Sorry. They're just pissed. But listen... <laughs> And, and you don't hear a lot of this on the media, but a lot of our a lot of our European allies are, were really frustrated and upset about uh, the, the, what happened in Afghanistan. Absolutely, they had, they had troops there. Yes, they were in a process, and they didn't understand. You know, again, we like left in the middle of the night. Was, what are we doing? Well, the Parliament. He came straight out in during Parliament and said, "I can't believe what they've done." I mean, he was very straight up with that. Tony, oh, not uh, uh, Bur- Boris uh, Johnson. Yeah. Is it Johnson, Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So you talked to Ch- about China a little bit. So just last month, it just was released a couple of days ago. Uh, the U.S. shadowed four Chinese warships off Alaska. Right. You know they're they're pushing their boundaries. Absolutely. Oh, they know they're going big well, time, especially with those at the helm right now. They right. know they can. Right. And and it I it we went from I, we went from once a, again we were. The country's either far left or far right. There's no in between. But you got to stand up and say what's right and what's wrong. We're getting walked on right now. We're being made fun of. And what's world. what's behind our president is not any better. No, you're right. It's not. So, That's the sad part. What's in What's in line behind? Well, if, if you remove him from office, what do we got to look forward to? Yeah, if you pull the 25th right now. It's it, you're in worse condition. You're in worse. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because what's going to be the successor? What will right. be the new vice president? Because that's appointed position, well, not an elected position. Right. No, yeah, correct. Yeah. So uh, Pelosi would be the vice president. Well, she right. she takes over until the the new vice president is appointed by the current president. So Kamala would become president. Pelosi becomes vice president. Once Kamala appoints a new vice president, she would, Pelosi goes back because to of where being she's speaker. at. She would pick Pelosi. Yeah, no. that's the scary part. No, she's oh, yeah. no. There's somebody else back in the wings. They got. <laughs> you, they're gonna put her back in the house. <laughs> she, yeah, no, I don't. I think Pelosi. I think Pelosi. You, you it would take one big ass pry bar to pry her out of that yes. position. Yeah. I don't think that. I, you know, I think you, there's already think, somebody waiting. Yeah, if you think Kamala's got that kind of freaking clout, she's, even as president, Kamala can't. She's the most. Unarticulated, if that's a word, and unethical, quite honestly. Yeah, yes. very unethical. Absolutely. So, I mean, look at her history of of who she's released and stuff she's fought for in California with prisons, and you know she used prisoners as as slave labor, kind of. She wouldn't release people because they were being used as well, cheap labor. Even just forget about the history, the way she's acted now. I mean, she's got a smirk on her face half the time. She's standing silent. She was made supposed to be the the border czar, border. So and, and laughed about it. He yep. said, "You know, there's nothing to laugh about. This is life and death in this country for people, right? And you're Absolutely. laughing about it. And the people right. trying to get here are dying because she, there is no control. This was under control a year ago, right?" Or no, is, this is all Trump's fault. Well, I know. But, I mean, this was almost under control. I'm bad out of bourbon, and that's Trump's fault, too, I'm sure. <laughs> Reach around behind you. We can fix that so, problem so real quick. It's, it's almost becoming um, 
Shit. Really oh, game. sorry. A, a game of the shell game. In that, yes. In yes. that, it's changing the narrative every five minutes. So, one of Biden's big detractors was the border issue. Well, when was the last time you heard anybody talking about the border? And right now, it, that situation down there is worse, worse than, than it's, it was. It's, it's way worse than it was six months ago. It's yeah. the media's uh, complicit. So, what changed that narrative was Afghanistan. So then there's a wreck in Afghanistan. Again, I mean, an absolute embarrassment in Afghanistan. He needed a narrative change. He got fortunate with a couple hurricanes that came through yeah. and did some damage. And so that, that changed the narrative a then little bit. Then he jumped to the mandate. And then he jumped to the mandate. Well, here, I want to... And, and, and what I want to remind people is down at the border, as I just mentioned... It's way worse than it was six months ago, way worse. And we've still got hundreds of Americans stranded in Afghanistan that want to come home. That's right. And, 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 and they've been abandoned there. That's right. Yes. I mean, so, you talk about the border. Just the other, the other day, there was a six-month-old and a two-year-old found abandoned by themselves by border control agents. Yeah, crazy. Now, I don't blame them poor kids. Those poor oh, kids, no, their, parents, their parents paid money to get them They're here. Some, someone got them here, got them across the border, and went, I'm out. I got my money. I'm out and left these poor right. kids. Absolutely. Hopefully they called border control. So here's what I need to remind everybody. We're out of bourbon. Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost two years ago today, isn't it? Yeah, last it's, week I think it was two it years was ago. pretty close. So you don't hear any more about that, do you? Don't since, hear a word about it. Since we're on a rant, how many? When's the last? Well, there was one recently. Actually, when's it, might, the last, it might come up real soon because somebody needs a narrative. It's change. narrative. Right? But when was the last time you heard of a major child? I don't know what's the word. Uh, uh, where they're using kids? Yeah. When was exploitation the last ring exploitation? Gets busted. Yeah, because during the the previous president's thing, the like the last year, it was like. 60 kids are rescued in Ohio. Yep. 27 kids are rescued well, here. The so election, because the people that were doing well, it were back in power. I ain't saying that, but just the election <laughs> ended. Well, the election ended, though, and it got it was like quiet. Yeah. But then just a few weeks ago, there was there was one yeah, rescue there where there was one. 20 kids or something rescued. But it was like, man, it was like almost a weekly thing. You're like, where in the heck? This is awesome. Let's go. Let's get them. And yeah. then it's like, boom, silence. Yeah. yeah. Why? Once again, the problem in this country, and I, I just don't know. How it's going to change? You either have far right, you have far left. You don't have in between. There's nobody working together. I mean, we have the big the the whole fiscal year budget they're working on. It's a joke. And and the problem is, I hate to say it, but it you know the Republicans want this, this, and this. Democrats want this, yep. this, and there's no in between. And then all of a sudden they're sliding stuff in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the COVID relief bills, that should have been for COVID only, not all this other crap that they add to it. Yeah. Well, now they got the martial law part. It is like three point seven billion for martial law funding. So, and I also heard that the fencing went back up around the Capitol. Well, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, because there's a sure. rally being proposed coming up soon. Because yeah, they're getting ready to drop a bomb on someone. That's exactly. No, there's what a rally. There is a rally coming to do. Washington soon, and they're a little scared about what the rally because it's it's a How rally. How many so- years did this country have a capital without a gate around it? So since, 18, since well, the War of 1812. I know. So, yeah. You got yeah, a capital afraid be, of a real revolution. We're revolution. acting like we have a government now acting like a third world country government. That's exactly yeah. what they want. Well, it's what they are. That's what they're becoming. And it's yeah. both sides have become again, this. But, you know, what you're going to hear is, 
Well, look what happened January 6th. Look right. what happened January 6th. Well, the fact so of the matter is, is our uh, uh, system allowed that to happen. If there you watch all, those there films? Were, well, number one, there was all kind of information that was dropped to to the the police force, the FBI, the Capitol Police. Yeah. They all knew that there was groups planning some of this stuff, and for whatever reason, they backed off on the security around the Capitol. They knew something was coming. It came. And they yeah, let well, it happen. It, you see, it, you it watch was, some of the film, and the guards are motioning people in. And they're pulling yes. gates away. They're taking away barricades to let people in. It's they like, come on. Yeah. So so it's all it's all a game. It's right. all a game. Time for a booster and, shot. And it's not, to, it's not to say that, again, there's some far, far right groups that <laughs> that went in there, went in there. But, you know, again, they weren't – people knew they were coming. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. no different than the far left groups burned cities down the months before. I, uh, so it's, I know it's, it's top of a different subject because we're jumping around all over the <laughs> place here. But I also heard that – I don't know how true it is, but in this bill is also a taxing – for road taxing so if you whatever you drive between your home and work is going to be like six or eight cents per mile no, here, tax here, you by the mile here's here's what else is in Highway there usage tax this, the, here's what else is in there that should worry everybody even more if you make a transaction at a bank over yes. six hundred dollars yes. it's reported to the irs no matter what no that matter transaction what. is right fortunately all the banks at least uh, did franklin county national bank who's our my bank yeah you know they sent a thing out hey this is wrong you need to contact your right yeah people and let them know i mean think about that but these are that's one of those things that gets slid into this major bill and people vote yes because so, well i yeah. need this part does, so i gotta vote yes on it and it gets slid through does, does anybody know there's already a road tax it's called your gas tax. Gas right. tax and the right. more miles right. you drive or the or the vehicles, the more you, gas, more gas you, you use, spend. the more right. tax you pay for well, supposedly repairing the road. But what right. they're realizing is they're, they're back in brain with, oh, we win all these electric cars. We Let's want all these hybrids. Tax. Yeah. Well, they're realizing, oh, dummy us, we created, we're creating a market that we can't tax. So we've got to figure out a new way to tax this market. They've already realized it with hybrid cars. A hybrid car is getting 50 plus miles to the gallon. Crap, we're not getting as much money per mile as that guy's really driving. So we got to figure out a way, a new way to tax it. So right. it's just, it's an inevitable, inevitable evolution of the tax, but it's wrong. And I'll go well, on. I'll go on record today as hybrids or hybrids and electrics are the biggest waste this country and the world is. Yeah, ever that's spending. a whole other podcast to talk about the carbon footprint of these so-called green energy items. We should be doing. So all you got to look at, folks, is uh, lithium mines. Yep. Okay, we should be doing. Think you know, about that. where are they all at? Oh, actually, you'd be surprised. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they're not where you, okay. you're going to say China. They're not. No, no, I was thinking they were in the Middle East somewhere. I don't no, know. no. So they're supposedly lithium in the Middle East, but it's so deep that they can't get to it. So that's an argument I had with somebody. Yeah. They put, you know, the number one uh, producer of lithium is Afghanistan. They're not even on the freaking list. No, they're actually, they're one it's of their top products is there. gum air. Yeah, it's believe it's there. It, they believe lithium is there in Afghanistan yeah. because of the soil content. But, but we should be doing hydrogen. But anyway, that's another podcast. Uh, it might blow up. But <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, so... I mean, that's the problem with social media and the media. They spout things out, and everybody takes them for face value. Well, and, 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 and we've, got go. our, we've got ourselves to blame. We do. We, we, you have yes. to. 
you have to you delve have to it. filter through it, right? No, look, so, I mean, you, you, you listeners are listening to us around a bar, and you can either take us for face value or say you're full of crap. Yeah. We're good with that either way. We're, just a, big un- we're just a big onion. you got to peel a layer at a time and see what you get. Well, I mean, go look. Go find out what something we say and go prove it wrong or right. Go right. look it up. I mean, I do right. well, a lot. I spent well, little chief. He he. Every now and then he goes, "I got a beef to pick with you." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sheer strength and it's well, not the same as well, uh, well, oh, it's tensile tensile strength. Tensile strength is sheer strength. <laughs> yeah. He had yeah. this. He, he had, had me, and he, he was correct. Well, I was you know about six drinks in at the time, so <laughs> I wanted to argue with it that night, but I was going to let it go. So yeah, I was. I knew he'd check, he'd cover for us. Just tell him to get an Instron meter. I'll tell him how. But my our step my statement was still true. Nails have higher sheer strength and tensile strength. Nails do than screws do. Yes, that they do. So that that was my statement. But that's not what you said. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, I think it was off that a little. Just bit. tell ju- just just tell little chief this. If he don't shut up, you'll go bake him a cake. All right, just tell him that. <laughs> you know what he told me to say? As we shot shot. <laughs> <laughs> Have another bourbon, Alan. It's not. He's not drinking. Here's bourbon. what little chief told me to say. I'm here with Cross the Line 1524 with the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> oh. So I think we're going to wrap it up, and we oh. promise our next podcast. I got a headache. We'll be more lighthearted. No more politics, at least for a couple weeks. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and Ruben Hunt, and stay safe out there. You know, it's about time to restock the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with some fine liquors. There's only one place we go for that. When we're in Brookville, we shop at Tebby's Liquor Store, downtown Brookville, Indiana, on Main Street. They have a selection of beer, wine, liquors, vodkas, your seltzers, whatever you want right here in Brookville, Indiana. Give them a shout. Stop in and say hi. Now, if you're out towards Batesville, Indiana, check out Batesville Liquor Co. They've got a huge selection. They're in what used to be a grocery store. Now it's filled with alcohol. They've got selections of bourbons, selections of wines, vodkas, whiskeys, you name it, they've got it. Located in Batesville, Indiana. So whether you're in Batesville or Brookville, we got two spots for you to hit. Check them out. Tebby Liquors in Brookville and the Batesville Liquor Company out in Batesville, Indiana. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Well, we broke all our rules on that podcast. Talked about politics. Talked about things we normally don't talk about. But, you know, it's current events like that that are happening now that are affecting all of us. And we just thought it was something we needed to talk about. Obviously, we've got a couple sponsors, and we're looking for more. If you're interested in being a sponsor for Cross the Line 1524, shoot us a message uh, either on Facebook or you can email us at podcast at crosstheline1524.com, and we'll set something up. Uh, It's it's been a hoot and a holler, and it's amazing how many listeners we have now, and we'd love to help you as a listener promote your product. So as usual, if you like what you're listening to, leave us a five-star rating on whatever app you use and a positive comment. It just helps grow the podcast. So for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524.
Don't.